Nova Nation, happy Friday. Here is what is coming up, up over the next hour on the Morning Roar. What are some really silly things you used to believe? And which social media platforms are all of us using these days? In our Twitter poll question, we want to know which Morning Roar host ongoing saga captivates you the most. More on that in a little bit. At 8.30, our special in-studio guest, Diana Espindola, part of the Villanova International Student Organization, will discuss the weekend's Holy Festival celebration at Villanova. Plus, at 8.45, Jacob Arts and Zach Tipton will join us live from Greenville, South Carolina, where they'll be calling the first Villanova Women's Sweet 16 NCAA tournament matchup since 2003, this afternoon against Miami at 2 p.m. In the Mindbender, we'll have some March Madness trivia for you to enjoy. Also, the Morning Roar is being broadcasted live on WXVU's YouTube channel. Good morning, everybody. I'm David Chapansky. Good morning, everybody. I'm Dominic Rochetti. I'm Chris Kokinos. And I'm Allison Bayada, bringing you your first Morning Roar news update of the day. TikTok CEO Xiao Zichu testified Thursday at a congressional hearing over concerns about user data collected by the popular video sharing app and potential Chinese spying. The Biden administration has threatened to ban TikTok from the U.S. unless the app's Chinese owners agree to spin off their share of the social media platform. TikTok was the top downloaded app in the U.S. in 2021 and 2022, according to data from analytics firm Sensor Tower. Lawmakers have said that they're worried about American data falling into the hands of the Chinese government and claim it threatens national security and user privacy and could be used to promote pro-Beijing propaganda and misinformation. And in more local news, a Lower Marion resident in the Penn Wayne section of the township was abducted and robbed from his driveway by a man posing as a solar energy salesman late Monday afternoon. According to the police, the resident of Wilshire Road arrived home and encountered a man in his driveway. After the resident declined the man's sales pitch, the perpetrator pulled out a handgun and forced the compliant into his car, directing him to go to multiple ATMs to withdraw money. While traveling along North Broad Street in Philadelphia, the complainant escaped by jumping from the moving car. He sustained moderate injuries and was transported to a nearby hospital. Images of the suspect, still at large, were released by police on Tuesday afternoon. Back to you, Chris. Thank you, Allison. And now it's time for some really silly things that you used to believe. Um, This is perhaps the inverse, or is it the converse, of our segment last week on things you wish you knew when you were younger. A Reddit thread asked people to confess the dumb things they used to believe, and here are some of the answers. My grandmother told me when I was little that if I didn't have enough money at the checkout, they would throw me in jail. I was scared of that until I became a teen. Um, I thought toilets really didn't really did spin the other way when you crossed the equator. My college roommate's girlfriend asked, how do they know where to put gas stations? Uh, When he explained that the company probably does market research to determine if there is a need for another station in the area, she responded, no, I mean, how do they know there will be gas on the corner where they build the station? Um, That we wouldn't have a calculator on us all the time to figure stuff out. And lastly, my dad told me that the stripes on the sides of the road, the ones that would make a sound when you drive on them, exist so that <laughs> exist so that blind people can drive without going off the road. Um, what are some myths or legends you used to believe or maybe you were told were real and you were later duped? Um, Dom, let's, let's go to you first. Yeah, I have a good one. <laughs> um, my mother used to tell my sister and I that there were no sharks in the Atlantic Ocean. That there was no sharks. No sharks in the Atlantic Ocean. Just in the Atlantic Ocean. And I, I probably believed it up until I was like eight or nine. My sister believed it up until she was like 14, though. <laughs> like embarrassingly late. But, yeah, my mom used to tell us that, so we wouldn't, we wouldn't be scared to go swim in the ocean. But that was funny. Did and you my, guys ever, like, see a shark and you're like, whoa? I don't think so, <laughs> but my aunt told my sister when she was like 14, she was like, made a joke about sharks or something my sister was like there's no sharks out there when she's like 14 my aunt's like what <laughs> yes there are <laughs> it was funny it was funny david well obviously everybody knows i'm a talkative person uh so when i was nine uh my grandfather like i was talking too much uh and my grandfather was like you only get one million words in your life 
and you're so close to using them up. So I, for like the next couple weeks, did not talk very often because I was so scared of using up my million words. One million words is not that much. I know. Like, you th- use I know. that up by the time you're like I was 15. nine. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Allison? Um, I'd first like to say that I don't know why Nick keeps getting our content from Reddit. That's my first complaint. But second of all... Um, coming after Nick. Yeah, coming after Nick a little bit. Uh, I definitely ascribed to like like if you swallow a watermelon seed mm-hmm. you're done for or yeah. like if you swallow a piece of gum it's going to be in there for yep. like a decade so i spent my whole childhood so worried whenever i ate a slice of watermelon or chewed on some gum that was mine <laughs> i believed the gum thing until like high school yeah i was just like okay like, i guess I, I, I won't swallow the gum i guess it takes seven years to digest it and it's like nope it's you're fine. It's fine. Yeah, you're, you're like, okay. You're perfectly healthy. Like your body can actually handle things. It's okay. You'll live. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. What about you, Chris? What do you believe? Um, mine. So like when we were younger, we took like road trips and stuff, and it'd be at night, and I'd have to like, oh, it's like I was young. I like dropped my phone, or like I dropped something, and I like turn on the light. And my dad would always like lose his mind, and he's like, "You can't turn on the light while I'm driving. I can't see." Did that happen to anyone else? Yes. Yeah, I know what you're <laughs> I don't talking know about. That's a myth. <laughs> no, it is. It is totally a myth. Because then when I started driving, I'd turn on the light. I'm like, I could see fine. It definitely is a myth. I'm like, what yep. are we talking about? Like, this does not obstruct my vision. Why did we think that light in a car would all of a sudden blind somebody? This is just insane. The glare, I guess. <laughs> no, definitely not. I think it's just like people can see you in other cars, and that scared him. I think that, that that's what's going on in my mind. Yeah. So, Dom, let's go to you with our Twitter poll question of the day. Yeah, Nick Nick told us, he was like, this would be a good one. And it is a good one. <laughs> so make sure to follow us on Twitter, at WXVU. But we have a good Twitter poll question. It is, which Morning Roar host saga interests you the most? First one, Chris vs. Speed Traps. Always a good that's saga a there. One. Yep. Allison versus Conley Center. Do you want to talk about that, Allison? I would love to, but you can finish going okay. through the options first. <laughs> Myself I've... or Zach Brown bit. I, I, I think I said this like one time. I, I don't really just care. I just don't care for it Zach Brown It should be Brown versus St. Patrick's yeah, Day after I last week's show. St. Patrick's you Day. make a lot of enemies on the morning roar. Maybe yeah, where's that, that town in like Nevada? Remember we beef with that town in Nevada? That was like one of the very first yeah. episodes. I, I think it should be Don versus Allison, really. <laughs> <laughs> Don versus Drew. Don versus Evolution and Drew Carlin. Uh, David versus Scoop Express by Traffic. That one's also good. Um, I personally like Chris for Speed Traps. Allison, please inform us. Okay. Uh, so, try and condense this down because I could definitely talk about this for like the whole rest of the morning <laughs> roar. But um, for the past two semesters, we at WXVU have been working pretty hard to get our station played in the Connolly Center. So in the past, as you guys all know, we shared the license with Cabrini University, so we were only on the frequency 89.1 FM a few days a week. And the reason that we couldn't be broadcasted in the Connolly Center is because it was inconvenient to kind of switch back and forth between us and then whatever radio station they wanted to play. Um, And then another problem was that like our sound quality and our levels and our automation was not as good as it is today. And also that there are student shows that happen in addition to music, which might be kind of awkward to have playing over the loudspeakers and con. So the first problem we have resolved, we are now on the 89.1 frequency 24-7, so that's no longer a reason for us not to play. Um, Our quality, our sound quality, and our automation has gotten a lot better and a lot cleaner, so that's not really a reason not to play anymore. And we've offered to curate for them a separate stream with just automation and liners, so that's not really a reason to not play anymore just because student (laughs) shows are happening because they wouldn't be happening. So it seemed to me like a win-win. You know, they would get to play WXVU. We pick the music so it's things that students like i mean you're the one curating the music chris so Mm. it's you know student selected music it's liners that we're writing and recording and you get to hear you know promos for things happening on campus um villanova events you, you know people in the community that we interview and do things with um but it for some reason still has been shut down over and over so I've sent out multiple emails to facilities and management staff in con just asking to meet and talk about the plan that we formulated and I've either been dismissed with we're busy or just no response whatsoever and then um, Dina actually received an email saying that there was no need to change the music in the Connolly Center because people really like it and that the person we were contacting was unwilling to meet with us and speak about this and that they would just continue to play WXVU on 
special days, like when we have specialty programming for move-in broadcasts, for example, or Halloween or St. Patrick's Day or something like that. And um, I was really, really frustrated when I saw that email because I don't think there's any reason that we can't negotiate here and find a way to get WXVU on the air. I mean, what they play now is just kind of a Philadelphia station that's pretty mediocre. I mean, I walk in there sometimes at nine in the morning and they're playing like Eye of the Tiger. And I'm like, guys, this is not the time. Like, I'm so tired. Um, But kind of last piece of the story here is we've been working with Andrew Klein. Big thank you to Andrew Klein to get a uh, resolution passed with SGA. So we went to the meeting on Wednesday. It was passed unanimously. So we now have the backing of SGA to reach out to the people in the Connolly Center, again, um, facilities and management people, and uh, with a letter. And the letter is first going to be signed by uh, student body president, myself, uh, Nick, Dr. Heidi Rose, who's the chair of the communications department, um, Carol in the College of Nursing, and JJ Brown, and also potentially Essentially, I am blanking on her name, Kathy Burns. So once we write the letter and have them all sign it, it's going to be sent over to Khan, and we are going to kind of demand that they at least hear us out a little bit, um, sit down with us, have a meeting, and formulate next steps. So that has been our saga with the Connolly Center. Very exciting. Yeah, I'd love oh, to hear so it. It's crazy. Exciting. There's no reason for them to not exactly. play. There's no reason it's whatsoever. Crazy. It's just that they really like what they play now. It's, and I worked there at the entire summer it's the same 50 songs I know like, I I, know. like we could guess the order eventually by the end of the summer I am in there every day and I'm it's like it's the same yep. 50 songs on that radio station I know and you're right it's Eye of the Tiger at 9am yeah I yeah, mean it's bad you could find a playlist on Spotify and you have like we found the playlist on Spotify because it's the same songs and yeah. students just make the playlist and move on with their lives yeah. because it's so predictable yeah like how is that enjoyable by any means no it's not it's not I sit in there a lot because that's where like the commuter lounge is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's technically like my dorm room, I guess you could <laughs> yeah. say. Um, and yes, like I'll be doing homework within like a thirty-minute period, and I'll hear the same song oh, yeah. come on like two or three it's times. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. such a joke. And then they're like, "Oh, we won an award for our music." It's like, give me a break. No, yeah, we, we did too. Yeah, it, exactly. You know, <laughs> we're one of the best radio stations. Exactly. Come on, come on here, guys. Get it together. Yeah. Not one of the best. The, the best. best. The best. That's right, Craig. Absolutely. <laughs> David, let's go to you with our birthdays coming up this weekend. So today, March 24th of 2023, Tommy Hilfiger, the fashion designer, turned 72. Allison Hannigan, the actress, 49. And Peyton Manning, the quarterback, 47. On Saturday, Elton John turned 76. Sarah Jessica Parker, 58. Danica Patrick, 41. And on Sunday, Diana Ross, 79. Kenny Chesney, 55, and Kiera Knightley, 38. I just want to point out that uh, Nick here has the undisputed greatest quarterback of all time next to Peyton Manning, and I think that's a lie. I don't know that's why, why I didn't say it, Chris. I didn't say it. I don't know where he's getting his information there, but uh, we're going to have to get a correction on that, Nick. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, Let's go to you, Allison, with what's going on with WXVU. Yes, so be sure to check out the latest episode of our series, ProfCast, with Dr. Delia Popa, who is an assistant professor in the philosophy department at Villanova. That episode is hosted by Ryan Derry. ProfCast is our new series that shines a light on the outstanding research efforts put forth by faculty at Villanova. I'm going to be recording a couple episodes in the upcoming weeks, so be sure to stay tuned and find it where you can listen to podcasts, um, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you go. And uh, Talene Postian, host of Take a wild guess Sundays at 1 p.m. interviewed the members of the band Better Now Than Ever at the Gem in Spring City back in January. Her article is now available on our website at wxvu.org, so be sure to check it out. Have you guys ever listened to her show Take a Wild Guess on Sunday? I have. It I think it is like the it's so funniest fun. show. Yeah, no, I love it. You know, the, the concept is that she doesn't know much or anything about basketball and then she'll talk about basketball for people who also have no idea what it's about. And <laughs> That's it's funny. And it's genuinely the funniest thing in the world. So make sure to take her or go give her show a look on Sundays at 1 p.m. Uh, this is the Morning Roar on WXVU 89.1 FM. We're going to be taking a quick break, so stay tuned. Hey, everyone. This is Sam Briggs here, the creative assistant at WXVU, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. WXVU is proud to be a partner with the 32nd annual Boscov's Berks Jazz Festival, happening March 24th through April 2nd. 
Enjoy over 40 concerts in 10 days from Boney James, Brian Colbertson, Gerald Albright, Mesa, and many others. Ticketing information is available at BerksJazzFest.com. Villanova is holding its first annual Financial Wellness Week Tuesday, March 28th and Wednesday, March 29th in the West Lounge of Doherty Hall. There will be different speakers each day covering topics from retirement, social security, and financial tips for your 20s and 30s. This will be a lunch and learn, so feel free to bring your lunch. For more information, contact Patrick Valentine at patrick.valentine at villanova.edu. It's the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM, The Roar. Let's take it to David with our three-day weather forecast for the main line. So today, occasional rain this morning, cloudy for the remainder of the day today, a high of 51 degrees. Tonight, cloudy with a chance of showers after midnight, a low of 41. Rain likely for your Saturday, a high of 52 degrees. And an absolutely beautiful day on Sunday, sunny with a high of 61. The current temperature here at Villanova is 49 degrees. Thank you, David. Now, real quick, did you guys get caught in that absolutely brutal storm last night? No, but I saw it. Uh, yeah, I, I saw had... lightning outside my window. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of fun. I had the joy of walking back from the library <laughs> without an umbrella. That you know, is fun. That, that was a great time. I was in like my soft shoes here, so I stepped in a puddle, <laughs> and those were all drenched. So I was just having a great night last night. Yeah, <laughs> Allison, let's go to you with the Morning Roar News update. All right, Chris. Disappointment has been a common theme for those who heard the King of Prussia rail project had been put on pause after a March 17th announcement from SEPTA. The announcement came as plans for the roughly $3.02 billion venture that would have extended the existing Norristown high-speed line into King of Prussia had effectively stalled. The project was slated to begin construction in 2025. Transportation officials cited finances as a reason for the delay. Yeah, I'm not surprised when it costs $3 billion. Okay. (laughs) Two inmates in a Virginia jail used primitive made tools to make a hole in the wall of their cell and escape, only to be found hours later at an IHOP restaurant. The Newport News Sheriff's Office says the two men were discovered missing during a headcount Monday night and an investigation found they had used tools made from a toothbrush and a metal object to tunnel out. The escapees were taken into custody early Tuesday at an IHOP in the next town seven miles away when other patrons called the police. Sheriff Gabe Morgan remarked, it reinforces what we always say. See something, say something. So, guys, would an IHOP be the first place you'd be seen after breaking out of jail? I don't know if it'd be the first place I would go. I mean, it would definitely be on, like, the short list of, like, yeah, where am I going when I get out of jail? I mean, IHOP? Really? Come it's on. Bad. That like, is a shocking answer. Are you serious? I'm not, not going to lie. I'm kind of with Chris. IHOP's a good place to go. Yeah. Like, if you break out at, like, 8 in the morning and you're looking for some good breakfast after you've just been in prison yeah, I'm for a while, like... Go get some crazy pancakes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> where, where, where are you going? <laughs> Not IHOP. And I, I expected IHOP to mind their own business. I, I'm yeah. shocked they got caught there. It was the patrons, not the staff. So yeah. I think the staff probably wouldn't have said anything, <laughs> yeah. but... I mean, IHOP is a lawless place. The There's people no, there are also lawless. Sure. Like, you cannot be telling me yeah. that they're calling the cops on these people. This is just out of character for the IHOPs. But where are you guys going? David? I really, I can't think of an answer at the top of my head, but it definitely wouldn't but be IHOP. literally I-hop. anywhere but IHOP. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, literally literally so anywhere but IHOP. What's wrong with IHOP? Yeah, what's, I what's love IHOP. IHop. I do too. Wow. <laughs> I just think it's kind of, I mean, okay, so personally, I have never been to IHOP. Oh, so however, you're just, I mean, however, 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 <laughs> um, I mean, from what I've heard, it's it's average breakfast food. That's yep, like, correct. Like, I would rather go to, like, a diner and have like breakfast. Absolutely, I diner. Like, yeah, like absolutely. a diner. diner I feel like you're gonna get caught in a diner. I mean, you get caught in this IHOP, but diners more likely get caught. I feel like that's just me, though. It doesn't right. matter what in the end if you get jail caught in a place that doesn't have diners. Because I hate to break it to you guys, outside of New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, diners are not a thing. Wait, what? That's not true. <laughs> that's not, that's, yeah, that's, that's not true. Certainly not true. Okay, okay. It's definitely not true. Okay, well, in the Midwest, we do not have diners. 
That's just what? not. I, I thought the Midwest would have invented diners. I no. thought so too. Okay, so wait, they wait, are. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm telling okay, you, so they are I... mostly in the Northeast, but they are not just in the Northeast. Okay, you're not gonna find one like everywhere that you go. Really? Yeah. That's sad. I, I, it is a little sad. After I tried a New Jersey diner, I'm like, I kind of want these everywhere. Now. They're so cool. They're okay, the best so it's best. not. The world. There's not many in the South or the Midwestern. So it is a, uh, or in the Midwest, I should say. It's mainly a Northeast thing. So yeah. I guess Chris is right there. But I don't know. I'm sorry, Chris. Like, what chain are we going to? Chain of diner? Like, chain restaurant. Oh. Like, IHOP's a chain. Roadhouse? Oh. Road, Texas Roadhouse. That's great. Love Texas Roadhouse. I don't know. I'd like, rather go home and make my own eggs at that exactly. point. Oh. They would catch you there. They would, they, they would catch they, you. That's the first place they'll go. Well, they call Why you they anyway at IHOP. That's because people were snitching. <laughs> If people aren't snitching at my IHOP, <laughs> I'd be fine. <laughs> I mean, Dom, where, are, are you going to IHOP? I haven't been to IHOP in like 15 years. Oh, my God. Okay. You're, you're just fangirling over it. I you just love IHOP. Seen, yeah. The concept of IHOP is funny. And yeah. like Waffle House. There's, Waffle House is awful. I've never been to Waffle House. But no, that's a lawless place. I've only ever seen like only seen clips in yeah. Waffle House. Like, yeah. That's the only thing I know. If they went to Waffle House, they would have been safe for the rest of their life. Guaranteed. <laughs> they could have lived there. Or how about like a burger place? Like what kind of burger place? Like what I'm thinking like five guys maybe for like the Too West expensive. Coast in and out. That is expensive. Like where do you think they have this money? They've been working on a prison salary. No, they can't afford well, five is guys. IHOP, IHOP isn't that cheap, is it? It's cheaper than Five it's Guys. Cheap. It actually might be cheaper than Five Guys, which is well, shocking. Well, Five Guys is expensive. Yeah, five Guys is so expensive. No, I know it's pricey. expensive, but I don't think IHOP is cheap. No, IHOP's like a sit-down restaurant. You're right. But yeah. It's, so still, it's still probably on par with Five Guys, though, in terms of cost. And you definitely get more food. At, yeah, IHOP? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, unless we're talking about the fries. I'm looking at, at some guys. of the prices Peanuts, on here, and yeah, it is it's... not cheap. By any means. Like a chicken quesadilla is seventeen ninety nine. You can get a stack of pancakes, pancakes, though, though, for $7. No one's yeah, yeah, you're going to breakfast. breakfast. I know, but I'm just saying Why in terms you point of out the prices. Chicken yeah, don't, don't get the Because well, that was the first thing that came up on the pancakes. Go to the pancakes. Okay, hold on. Yeah, a stack of pancakes is $7. Okay, that's not bad. That's great. That's like a dollar. they do have crepes. They do have crepes. I really like crepes. Morning roar trip to IHOP. Yeah, we might have to, actually. Is Friendly still Looks pretty good. Yeah, friendlies are still run. I okay. think there's not many, but there's a few. How about like I've never been to Dairy Queen, but I feel like I oh, love like Dairy, Dairy Queen. Queen? Oh, yeah. Dairy Queen brother. is so good, and the food at Dairy Queen yeah. is yeah, also like that, good. I feel like that, really? that might yeah. be a better I option. I thought it was just ice cream. Hop, I didn't even know the ice cream is good too. They got chicken tender baskets oh. where they give you like toast, fries. Fun. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic? You ever been to Sonic? I went to Sonic. Sonic is really good. That's my answer. Sonic. Sonic. They don't even have Sonics in the Have you city, ever had I a Sonic think. milkshake? No, oh, okay. I've never been to they Sonic. You gotta get to Sonic. <laughs> Sonic's <laughs> sick. Everything Every- at Sonic is just so good. They closed so many, though, in Philadelphia. Yeah, like, they had a few locations, closed them all. Why? Because they're sad. all trash. <laughs> <laughs> they are trashy. But the commercials for them were great. When they great. Were those on. two guys? Yeah. yeah those guys, the fellas were and awesome. Like, after Shout those fellas. <laughs> after 8 o'clock, it's like 50% off. Like, yeah, milkshakes. Deal. Yeah. No way. Yeah, or maybe it's not 50% off, but there's definitely a deal like after 8 or 9 p.m. at Sonic. <laughs> this started with two inmates in prison. Right? <laughs> Let's see. Hold on one second. Go to, where's the closest Sonic? Like, my, there's it's one in New Jersey. My, my, okay, right maybe. There was one in... Uh, I think it's like half I, 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 I do. Last weekend. Last weekend. Last weekend. We went to the Sonic. <laughs> That's funny. It was like Sonic's a, good. Yeah, it's great. It's underrated. Yeah, if there was a Sonic by campus, that'd be incredibly dangerous. And like The Chipotle is now open near campus, They just opened the Chipotle, yeah. It's opened. Wait, really? Yes. Less than a mile away. You're, you're joking. No. Yes. This yes. is the most exciting news I ever. Know. Do you have Chick fil A's? Yeah, yeah. Which you don't. Yes. Yeah, we do, we do. My friend from, he lives in Westchester, New York, I guess. That's we different. just got them a few years He's ago. He's like, I've never been to a Chick fil A. There's one near and my the house. The closest now. one was in Springfield, which is far from here. Oh, wow. No, there's one on the Upper East Side where I live. Okay. Chick fil A's the best. You can't go wrong with Chick fil A. That would probably be on my list of That's where I'd so go good. after getting out of prison. They protect you. Really? They have oh, the best they workers. They have the best workers. Oh, they yeah. protect you. Oh, they would say, My pleasure. They yeah, would, they'd be like, Oh, you need to buy it. They would fight off the cops for you and be like, My pleasure. They would block the door with yeah, their body. Absolutely. Like, they, nobody's getting in there. Yeah. I want to know what they're like, how they become so, like, military, like, my pleasure. A lot of training. They're trained. They got like, trained them for sure, yeah. Like, Chick-fil-A they, they, had, they had a Chick-fil-A, like, uh, to fill out job applications table on campus in Cannes. 
Really? Uh, yeah, for the new location a few days ago. That's so exciting. Yeah. Maybe I should have applied. That would have been awesome. All right, next discussion topic here. Social media and you. A new study says reducing your social media use by just 15 minutes a day can not only improve your general health and immune function, but also improve symptoms of depression and loneliness. Professor Phil Reed of Swansea University, which conducted the study, said these, this, these data de- demonstrate that when people reduce their social media use, their lives can improve in many ways, including benefits for their physical health and psychological well-being. What platforms are you on right now? What is your average daily consumption? Do you find it hard or get FOMO when you get off of socials? Or would it make a big difference in your life? Any thoughts on TikTok time from our news story at the beginning of the show? Allison, let's go to you first. Sure. Um, <coughs> so I only use Twitter and then TikTok occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um no Instagram? I hate Instagram. Really? I hate it so much. Okay. Did you say Instagram sucks? Yeah. Instagram stinks. Thank God you said that. Okay. <laughs> I definitely agree. And then I think probably the most embarrassing one to have as a senior in college is Snapchat. And if anyone my age still has it, I think they shouldn't let you graduate, to be honest, until you the delete it off your phone. people still streaks? Yeah. Like, so how are you not embarrassed? Like, Please. Exactly. Nobody cares. You don't like the I mean. streaks SCB? Snapchat back? Uh, no, no. I always be sending those. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would be the one, Don. <laughs> no, I don't even use Snapchat anymore, so no, that's true. Absolutely not. David? I would say Twitter for sports, absolutely. Yep. I like Instagram. Yeah. And TikTok, I am becoming addicted to watching puppy videos on tiktok there you yeah. go no, so that's acceptable <laughs> yeah so the, i i literally ju- yeah, i want tiktok to stay around yeah. for like the main purpose of me to be able to continue to watch the puppy videos that's like the main reason i mean you could go on instagram and watch the puppy videos yeah no. but i just feel like they're better on tiktok like it had the voices <laughs> instagram reels or, or instagram reels or youtube shorts no, get on TikTok. My my roommate doesn't have TikTok. He's like, Chinese, Chinese government. And I was like, dude, you watch Instagram Reels and YouTube Yeah, you're getting the memes that are it's like the same eight thing. months old yeah, at this point. Yeah, you're behind. All right, no. I'm about to expose myself here. I use Instagram Reels. No, I see. No, why? Because <laughs> I just don't want TikTok. It does. It, it's I like TikTok. It's worse TikTok. <laughs> it's way it worse TikTok. I and I know I'm getting everything like three weeks behind. <laughs> yeah, too, absolutely. So you are. But like, I'm just like, whatever. Like, I just, because I only have Instagram. That's the only social media. You, I'm not trying to be no, yeah. rude. Genuinely just interested. How do you like just sit there and like just scroll through the same picture like eight times posted by the same friend group I, I follow a lot of people okay. oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like that's what it is that's what no, you see I mean, on Instagram no, I mean you're right like, I'm like I've already liked I will this tell you six over different spring times. break and like the following days after spring break I just didn't it's go the worst. on it's so like, irritating like it, it is a little irritating but like if you go on reels like you do it for like ten minutes and you okay. move on with your life and it's, it's helpful for not being on social media all the time that probably it, makes sense because if I had TikTok I would be doing it for hours yeah. and I would get absolutely nothing done and then twitter's just toxic and i don't feel like being on that oh i love twitter (laughs) twitter's so funny (laughs) twitter is probably the best and funniest it's definitely the funniest the most toxic probably but it is definitely the most toxic i don't get public videos but twitter is the best yeah you get public videos on your tiktok uh yes i gotta get on your algorithm Yes, I get puppy videos on Instagram all the time. Yeah. So like that's like that's like the side of Instagram reels that I'm on. So that's TikTok why TikTok puppy videos are so much better. I don't know. <laughs> I, we're gonna they have are. to see. We're yeah. gonna compare. They are. Like right. day in the life. I've been watching on a day in the life of like of a, a, puppy? a puppy. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. It's so cute. It's the best thing ever. It's if you haven't dog. checked it out, check it out. It wakes up. Eats, goes for a walk, sleeps, goes for a walk. There's so much more, Allison. You're missing so much. All right, what I'll show you. We got, I'll show you. Mind yeah, we have to we get, get to okay. the mind bender. We got to get terrible. to the mind bender. Allison, let's take it to you. All right, so we got a big win on St. Patrick's Day from David, and we had so much fun with the trivia style mind bender. We're doing it again, March Madness style. Dom got- didn't have fun. Sorry, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I got to get you, Jason. All right, we've got four questions, two for each player, 15 seconds per question. If the first player is wrong, the second one has a chance to steal and if there is a tie chris will host our lightning round so that's very interesting because i don't have the questions here oh (laughs) all right then maybe chris will will not host the lightning round all right so since dom indicated some unevenness with the difficulty of the questions asked last week we're starting him off with an absolute can't miss cupcake so dom this first question is for you (laughs) 
<laughs> in which year did the NCAA tournament take place in which the famed Villanova over Georgetown championship game upset was? 1985. I, oh, I was going to give you options, but good for you. Yes, it is 1985. Right off the bat. This is unfair. I, mean, I was going to give him multiple choice. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, David, the next question is over to you. In 2009, which Villanova guard made the game-winning floater with less than one second remaining to defeat Pitt in the regional final and send the Wildcats to the final four? Is it A, Ryan Archidiakono, B, Scotty Reynolds, C, Alan Ray, or D, Kyle Lowry? Kyle Lowry. Is that your final answer? Yes. That is incorrect. Alan so, Ray. Dom, you have the chance to see. What did you say? Alan Ray. That is also incorrect. Oh. I don't know now if Scotty you get another Reynolds? try. I guess neither of you get the point. Scotty Reynolds is the right answer. Dang it. All right, so we've now 1-0, Dom. Uh, next question, Dom, is for you. What word or phrase was Jay Wright spotted on camera saying while Chris <laughs> Jenkins' buzzer-beating three went down during the 2016 NCAA championship game? Bang. Okay, again, didn't even have to read you the answers. These are really easy. Dominic like, got the two like easy questions. Yeah, the ones from last week were really not that hard. Dominic just complained enough. <laughs> I, oh, I wait, hold on. Hold on. Complaining about the questions? They were easy. The only one that was hard was the alcohol one. Are, we saying, this is me. are we saying this is a Mickey Mouse win here? <laughs> All right, David, I might be saying that. You a chance to win. No, no he doesn't. Lightning round. The lightning round is There's no lightning round. There's uh, a possible to tie. <laughs> Says lightning round. <laughs> okay. Ten no right. good spirits. But, David, um, which is the last Philly Big Five school, not including Villanova, Aww. to win an NCAA men's tournament game? Is it St. Joe's, Drexel, Temple, or LaSalle? To win a game? To win an NCAA men's tournament game. Okay. Yes. It's hard. Um. <laughs> you don't know? You don't know? I mean, I have a guess. Hold on, can you can you say that it's yes. just the other four? Saint, okay, it's St. Joe's, um, Drexel, Temple, or LaSalle. Drexel. That is incorrect. I guess you can have the chance to steal. Uh, I I would say Temple. That is also incorrect. It's actually St. Joe's in the uh, 2016 NCAA tournament. Don't address them. All right, so here we go. Dom, the Dominator is back. Thank you. <laughs> back on top. The score is now 2.5 David, 4.5 Dom. So, David, you have some more catching up to do. Opening day trivia next week, and I get the easy question. Oh, that's going to okay? be huge. All right, this is the Morning Roar right here on WXVU. We're going to be taking a quick break, so stay tuned. What's going on, everyone? I'm AJ Malo, the host of Thoughts of Yesterday with AJ, and you are listening to WXVU V891 The Roar. Are you not sleeping well? Are your energy levels all over the place? Have you been feeling down? Adding daily exercise into your routine might be just what you need. Exercising regularly has been found to enhance sleep, stabilize energy levels, and ease feelings of depression. A 10-minute walk or a quick workout in your room can still give you the benefits of exercise. Villanova's Office of Health Promotion and its program, Thrive 365, provide an abundance of helpful information regarding exercise and easy ways to add activity into your busy routine. In the know with Nova Nurses. This message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the M. Louise Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU 89.1, The Roar. Do you have the Sunday scaries? Relax with Sonic Bliss every Sunday at 10 p.m. Sonic Bliss is designed to help you unwind with three hours of trip hop, dream pop, acoustic, ambient, and world grooves. No, it's not a love song show, but if you want to make out to it, that's fine too. Chill out with Sonic Bliss Sundays at 10 p.m. on V891, The Roar. And we're back with the morning roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. Let's take it to Allison. 
Yes, so we are bringing you this upcoming conversation with Simran Mishra and Marissa Somich, thanks to our partnership with the 32nd annual Boskovs Burks Jazz Festival, which starts today and runs through April 2nd. We want to congratulate Steve Collins, who has won a pair of tickets to see Boney James perform at Burks on April 2nd. Ticketing information is available at burksjazzfest.com. Very exciting. Thank you, Allison. And you just said it. We're happy to have in the studio with us Simran Mishra and Marissa Samich, who are both of them are going to be talking to us about the holy celebration being put on by both VISO and Samosa, the South Asian Multicultural Organized Student Association, taking place on the Oreo this Sunday, beginning at 3.30 p.m., Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Of course. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So can you give us some background on the origin of this holy celebration? Um, Yeah, definitely. It's uh, mostly celebrated in like the Indian subcontinent, uh, mostly India and Nepal. Um, It's it's a very ancient um, festival. Um, The origin has multiple stories if i'm being honest one is like a myth of lord vishnu like killing this demon and like showing that all good always wins over evil um and um there's also um an origin story where people say that it's um to celebrate the advent of spring and it's celebrated at the end of winter that is why awesome yeah this be answered by either of you what can students um, who are interested in attending the celebration this Sunday at Villanova expect? Um, we celebrated it last year as well, um, and um, people were so like people were having so much fun. They were just like throwing colors at each other, colored water. Um, it, it was just way too much fun. Like uh, if you if you like to throw colors at each other, then this is the event for you. <laughs> Yeah, we have some water guns we got, and there's this whole bunch of colors, and they're also going to be have food on Sunday as well. Yeah. Very exciting. I can't wait. Throwing colors at each other. So, like, what what does that entail? Like, like paint throwing? Um, colored powder. So, oh, it's okay. like, yeah, it's called gulal in Hindi, and um, people just throw it at each other. Kids um, in back in India, this is the most exciting uh, festival for them. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> So for those that are going, what kind of food will be served? Can you guys give us a hint? Uh, it's going to be Indian food, of course, because it's an Indian festival. Um, uh, yeah, so we're uh, ordering from Tiffin, and um, yeah, you're going to like it. <laughs> Sounds exciting. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey to Villanova and how you guys came, became involved with the Villanova International Students Organization? Um, so... We started it last year, like Viso. Uh, we like I'm I'm from India. I'm an international student. So me and other like people, um, Lalena, she was she's from Pakistan, and Madhav, she's like he's from India as well. We wanted to like cel- start celebrating this festival, and um, we were like, yeah, I mean, we should we should start doing this. And then we reached out to Samosa, and they were willing to uh, collaborate with us. And then we were like, yeah, let's do it. And it was such a big success that we were like, we want to do this again this year so i am actually staff member in the office of involvement so i was just started about a month and a half ago and it was just kind of like oh here do you want to help plan holy and that was kind of how i got into it i started having meetings we started just planning for it and just getting everything together awesome now could either of you also provide some background on the on the South Asian Multicultural Organized Student so- Student Association and their work here at Villanova? I'm from Viso, uh, but I cannot talk for them. But uh, for Villanova International Student Organization, we basically hold various events throughout the year for international students. Uh, we, uh, When international students come into Villanova, we um, have the interna- international orientation for them. Um, just like forming this community for international students who are like coming so far away from home. Awesome. Yeah. And then again for both of you, are there any other events for the remainder of the semester that Samosa Visa or the Office of Student Involvement will be putting on that you'd like to give a plug for? I know that the OSI office we have like our leadership programs that are the leadership series that's happening on Monday. We also have, kind of for the sophomore class, the junior ring premiere is on Monday. 
And it's just kind of like supporting those programs and all the other student group programs. I know Viso is looking to have their unity in the fall for next year. So that's next next, next, next academic year. But we're starting to think about it, starting to plan it. So just kind of like student group things that we're looking for as we head towards the end, pretty much. Yeah, just to give some background, Unity was this big face event that Visor used to hold before COVID, and the last people who actually organized it are all graduated, so we're looking to bring it back next semester, and we're really excited. Absolutely. Uh, How can a student or faculty member who is interested in attending Holy this Sunday buy tickets? Um, You just have to Venmo, $7 to view Holy, um, and that's it. Awesome. I can't wait to attend. It's, I think it's going to be a great time. Uh, so thank you both so much for joining us here today. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so um, we encourage everybody to check out the Holy Celebration this Sunday at the Oreo and follow Viso on Instagram at VU underscore ISO. Oh, again, that's VU underscore ISO. Check them out on Instagram and make sure you attend the celebration this Sunday. This is the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. We're going to be taking a quick break, so stay tuned. Hi, everyone. This is Ryan Derry, the business director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. Mondays in March and April at the Willows Park Preserve, Rose and Lion Leadership will allow children ages 8 to 11, enrolled in grades 3 through 5, to enter the imaginary world of Redwood Creek, where there are mysteries to solve and fun ways to learn skills to help you become a leader. Build early skills to become a leader by helping people feel good and inspiring them to join you. These classes will take place on Mondays from 6 to 7.30 p.m. at the Willows Mansion. A final leadership event will take place on Saturday, April 29th from 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. The Willows Park Preserve is located at 490 Darby Paoli Road in Radnor. More information is available at willowsparkpreserve.org. WXVU's podcast feed, ProfCast, a series highlighting the outstanding research efforts conducted by Villanova faculty members. The first two episodes of ProfCast feature WXVU's Ryan Derry's conversations with members of the Villanova Political Science Department, Dr. Marcus Cruiser, and Dr. Ryan Welzius. WXVU podcasts are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back with the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM, The Roar. And today is another milestone in the history of WXVU. The Villanova women's basketball team is in the Sweet 16 for the first time since 2003. Their matchup against Miami from Greenville, South Carolina takes place today at 2.30 p.m. WXVU will have the call and the two gentlemen who have chronicled the team almost every step of the way, Jacob Arts and Zach Tipton, somehow, someway, made their way to the Palmetto State to broadcast the game for us. Jake and Zach, senior Villanova students, also are the hosts of Sports Takes with Jake, a WXVU staple, every Monday at 7 p.m. We're happy to be bringing in Jacob and Zach to talk about the matchup with us for a few minutes. Welcome, guys. How you doing, guys? This morning, we're happy to be on. Very excited to have you guys here. You know, coming through, we, we don't know how this works, but <laughs> Magic the voices, the voices are coming yeah, through, and that's exciting. Now, Jake, can you tell us a little bit about how in the world you guys ended up getting on the Villanova team plane to get down to <laughs> Greenville to cover the regional? Yeah, it's absolutely wild. Well, first of all, um, I'm disappointed you guys. You guys didn't get the Scotty Reynolds question right. That hurt me a little bit. <laughs> um, 
But uh, anyway, so we covered the uh, March Madness games at the Finneran Pavilion on Saturday and Monday. Absolutely electric atmosphere. It's probably the loudest I've ever, we've ever heard it there. Um, so we're, we're commenting the game Monday night, and you know, we're thinking, you know, we'll see what happens with this game. And obviously, you know, we pulled away in the second half, and you know, we won that game. And we're walking back to the, the studio to drop off the stuff, and we're talking, Zach and I were like, this is, could actually be a possibility to get down to Greenville and commentate the Sweet 16. And, you know, obviously we're planning on, um, you know, driving down there, which is like a 10-hour drive. And, like, we're looking at Airbnbs. Um, and then, you know, Miami beats Indiana, which is a big upset, the 9-1 matchup uh, in the game after ours. So that kind of gives us a little more incentive to try to get down here. Um, and after that, we're, you know, we're figuring out Airbnbs and stuff. And then Tuesday, I'm, like, texting different people I know in the journalism world. I'm like, hey, like, you know, what should we do? Should we try to, like, you know, contact contact athletics to see what, you know, what we could do? And they're like, sure, try it. So they gave me a couple people to contact. I sent this, you know, kind of lengthy email explaining our situation. And uh, I was kind of distraught I went to class, didn't hear anything. Because I sent the email at about 1 o'clock, and then I didn't hear anything until, like, you know, 4 or 5 o'clock. And I'm like, well, maybe they're just already booked the plane or whatever. And uh, five o'clock, I get this like stressful, you know, email saying, "Send your information ASAP. We're getting you on the plane." And uh, hilarious story. I'm actually I was reading Lord of the Rings for our Lewis and Tolkien class that Chris is a part of as well. You got it. And uh, I didn't even like get the email because I, you know, I didn't have my phone on me. So I looked at my phone a little bit later and I saw this. It was like I don't know about a half hour later. I'm like, oh shoot, I really got to get on here and like get this going. So I called the lady. Uh, got us on, the, got this, got them the information for us. Got us on the private plane with the team and the staff to get us down here, and they got, and they were really gracious. They got us a team hotel room here, which we're at right now. Uh, it's about 10 or 15 minutes in the arena, but um, it it was wild. I mean, the last you know 48 hours from the time the game ended until uh, you know we ended up flying down here on Wednesday night was just insane. Um, and we're just really gracious to Villanova Athletics for getting us down here. They really didn't have to do that. Um, and for them to provide us a spot in the plane, the hotel has been uh, has been awesome. We're really enjoying the experience so far. Perfect. Thank you for telling us that. Zach, for someone totally unfamiliar with Miami, can you give us a quick rundown with how they match up against the Wildcats? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Miami is a nine seed, so you typically wouldn't see them in the Sweet 16. You also typically wouldn't see... Um, especially in the women's tournament, you really don't see it, big upsets like that. Like this is the first time we've had two of those since I, I forget exactly the year, but it's like 1990 something. Yeah. So I was like, it's the first time we've had two nine one nine one or eight one up, upsets uh, since then. So, um, but Miami's just a really good team. They're really they're they're big. They're a lot bigger than teams we've faced. They have three girls that are six four or bigger. Um, and so they're a really good defensive team. They know how to shut down a team's best player most of the time. Um, they can at least hold them to um, bad averages. Um, but, you know, uh, Maddie Seekers will have to really fight for her points in this game. But, yeah, so, no, Matt, they're a really good team. Uh, they're really led by the uh, they're led by the Cavender Twins, who are um, obviously – uh, social media famous. They're really they're really the faces of the NIL deals um, for women's basketball and women's sports. Um, and so they're a really good team, and they really know that if you're anyone the team that can beat uh, two one seeds in a season, they beat Virginia Tech earlier in the year, and then they just beat Indiana here. Uh, you know they're a good team, and you know they know how to win big games. So they're playing their their best basketball right now. And we'll see how it goes from here. Uh, but we're very conf- confident about Villanova's chances. So it wasn't the result that Dom and I wanted in terms of the men's season, but we had a fantastic time covering uh, their games and, and had some fantastic moments while covering uh, those games. But can you both talk about how cool it has been uh, to chronicle this team for WXVU since January? And do you each have a favorite moment this season from the women's team? Ooh, well, um, I'll start with the first part of that question. Um, yeah, it's been amazing. I mean, I think there's a different vibe with the women's team than the men's team. Um, I feel like, uh, I don't know, I just feel like there's more of a, not there's more of a community, but it just feels different. I think, like, you know, like when you see, like, after the games, the, the women players are, like, interacting with the fans and stuff. Like, 
like that's been cool and you don't see that with the men's team so like stuff like that's been really cool like when we're like commentating and we have like our post game show like we see them interacting with like you know the girls like the you know the young girls will come out to watch them especially like maddie and all them and lucy um but we commented we started in february so we had their blowout went over marquette um we had their two close games against DePaul and Providence. Well, Providence wasn't really that close. It was close at halftime. And then, obviously, uh, the two March Madness games at the Finn, like I said earlier, were just absolutely incredible. I mean, packed house. I mean, we at some points, we were commenting. We could barely hear ourselves. We were right next to each other. We were screaming into the mic. I mean, it was just absolutely insane. So, I mean, I think so far... Um, covering the March Madness games with the Finn probably was my highlight so far. And obviously, I think you know, we're going to be making more highlights here in the next couple of days. I mean, obviously, even even uh, coming down here to Greenville, I mean, like, I never thought, you know, a month and a half ago we'd be down here at the Sweet 16 covering a huge NCAA women's tournament with all, like, the best media in the world. So yeah. that's been my favorite memory so far of this. Absolutely. And also, shout out Jacob there. It was his first ever plane flight. He's never been on a plane before. So that was his first ever time doing that. But um, no, I think for me, I'm gonna I'll be a little bit uh, unique. I don't want to say the Mar- the March Sherman's again, even though that is my favorite moment. I but I'll go um the UConn game uh, from earlier in the year. Jake was not able to be there for that game, so I did it with Anders Pryor, who also works for the show. But I um I got to do the play by play for that game, and the atmosphere was absolutely incredible. And even though we lost that game, we really made it close with like a minute to go. We kind of we were down like 10 and then all of a sudden we were down like three with like a with like a minute and a half to go and we thought we and i was going absolutely crazy on the radio and that was that was a really big moment that was a really fun moment for me so oh but yeah it's definitely the march madness games but I'll, I'll throw that uconn game in there as well for me i'm glad you guys have been having such a fantastic time with this commentating so my question for you is where does maddie segris go down in villanova basketball history so, Allison, uh, pretty simple. Maddie Seegers is the absolute goat of women's basketball. And for people – or really, honestly, Villanova basketball, uh, um, for those who aren't, like, in the sports world, a goat means greatest of all time. And, I mean, honestly, just the accolades just speak for itself. I mean, she's obviously the all-time leading scorer this year out of uh, the women's players. She has almost 3,000 points now. Um, I mean, even this year, she has 36 consecutive 20-point games, which has actually just broke the record. Uh, Kelsey Plum from Washington had that before, and she's actually a very uh, successful player in the WNBA with the Las Vegas Aces, who just won a championship this year. Uh, you know, back-to-back biggest player of the year, scholar athlete of the year. She's, like, amongst the finalists for all the other, like, big-time awards. I think just her leadership, too. I mean, like, we see it. Like, we've covered their press conferences over the last few weeks, and She's just such a humble individual. Like she's really grounded, and she really embodies the Villanova values, and really able to lead this team. Um, so I think it's more than just basketball with her. But I mean, she's really high up there uh, in terms of women's basketball. I think she's the best ever yeah. for women's basketball to do it. I agree. I think Jalen Brunson said. I think Jalen Brunson said it best uh, in his post game press conference yeah. one time, where he was like, "The minute she graduates, she should have her number hanged up in the." hung up in the rafters, uh, and I totally agree with that. She is easily the greatest women's player um, in Big East history, and she's honestly the greatest player in Villanova history. I don't think that's even a question. The What she's done this year can speak to that. I mean, she's an AP All-American first team. She is in the Final Four for the Player of the Year now. Uh, she is absolutely incredible. She's having an incredible season, and when a player can score... 23 points and like eight rebounds and you say it's a bad game for them uh that's when you know you're working on something really special uh because obviously uh maddie Seekers has not had a game worse than 21 points this season awesome now jake and zach predictions for the weekend in greenville will we be moving on to dallas for the final four um, I'll start here. I think here's what here's what I think. I think we do beat Miami. I think you know nothing really stands out about them being like insanely talented on the offensive side of the ball. They're they're really balanced, but they're not really that great on any like particular stat. Um, offensively, their defense is good, but like there we still have more rebounds than them per game. Like it's just like it's it really is a 
it's a weird team to really see in the in those Sweet 16s. So I think we do win that. Um, and going into the Final Four, or at least the Elite Eight, you know, I think it really depends on who we play. I don't see us being able to beat LSU as a team. I think LSU's really well coached. I mean, they have the great Kim Mulkey coaching them. And uh, But I think Utah is beatable. So if we play Utah or if Utah beats LSU in their game, I think we have a chance of uh, making the Battle Four by beating Utah. Uh, but LSU to me is a really hard win. Yeah, I'd say for me, obviously, uh, tune in the pregame show at 2 o'clock at more of a get our score predictions and breakdown. But um, I would say we definitely beat Miami here. I mean, the couple of key stats I've been honing in on the last day or so while studying this team is Miami is 186th in the country in terms of turnovers, which about about 310 schools is pretty you know not good for you know high division one team. Um, and Villanova is second in the country in fewest turnovers. Um, that's going to be a big player. I mean, that's about six turnovers more Miami averages than Villanova. Um, and that's going to be a big factor, I think, in this ball game. And also, uh, free throw percentage-wise, it doesn't sound like a lot, but Villanova's six percentage points better than Miami, which is a lot in terms of basketball. And when you, you, everyone knows when you're watching these March Madness games, a lot of times it comes down to the free throws and who can make them at the end of the game to ice the game. And uh, I believe Villanova is better in that department, or they are better in that department. Uh, and that's what's going to help us out in this game. I, I completely agree with Zach with the Elite Eight. Um, obviously, you take it one game at a time, and you know I think we're going to win today. But um, you know, you get to Sunday night. Um, yeah, LSU is super talented, and their coach, as Zach said, she was a, a stud at Baylor for like two decades, um, and she came to LSU a couple of years ago. They're nasty. I think they would. Uh, we'd have a tough time beating them. Uh, and like Zach said, I don't know a whole lot about Utah, but I know that they're weaker than LSU. Um, and that we would have a chance, a better chance against them in the Elite Eight. And then obviously, uh, if we win that, we'd be in the Final Four in Dallas next Saturday. So I was just kind of getting ahead of ourselves there, but that would be amazing if we can get there. But, you know, take it one game at a time. And, uh, you know, we're really excited to call the game today at 2 o'clock. So thanks for joining us, guys. We really appreciate it. Thank you for the time. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You won't hear it anywhere else. Catch all the action of the Villanova Women's NCAA Tournament game versus Miami with Jake and Zach right here on WXVU beginning at 2 p.m. today with their pre-game coverage. All right, guys, real quick, men's tournament thoughts. What are we thinking? Win the night and that we're going to beat Utah or LSU, whoever we play. For the women's tournament? Yeah, for the women's tournament. No question. No question. No question. Yeah, no, I would agree. I'm I'm excited to listen to the uh, the game uh, today, and I think Villanova wins. All right, men's tournament thoughts. <laughs> Quick thoughts, Alex. No, you guys are rapid fire. Go for it. <laughs> well, FDU was obviously a shocker over Purdue. We Absolutely. both had Purdue winning. Yeah, I know. So that yeah, was heartbreaking that for us. I also had Purdue. Um, <laughs> I watched that live with Purdue. Somebody that goes to Purdue, and he was distraught. Yeah, yeah. I would be distraught. <laughs> are you hilarious. kidding me? <laughs> I think UConn wins. That's my prediction right now. They're good. They're UConn, really good. They're, they're really so good. hot. I think. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Philly spring training check-in. All right, so Reese Hoskins obviously is underrated. I'll keep it at that in this city. Uh, It's definitely heartbreaking. It's hard to find a player that has his production with home runs and just getting on base. So definitely heartbreaking. One of my favorite players, if not my favorite player. So we'll see how the Phillies kind of... Add to that. Yeah, that stinks. The moving on the W WBC was fantastic. Shohei has finally reached Mike Trout. Mike Trout might be the least clutch player of all time. He'll never win anything <laughs> in his career. Uh, Mike Trout learn how to hit a baseball mostly. Absolutely. Allison, music news. All right. So Taylor Swift is top of the mind for everyone these days. Even Elmo, the Sesame Street fan fave, has modeled his own adorable version of Taylor Swift's poster for the Eras Tour. He captioned a pose featuring the snapshot with snapshot with the words Elmo is in Elmo's red era hashtag the Elmo's tour I will have to look at the picture in a second but in the meantime it's out eyes closed the first single from Ed Sheeran's subtract album was released at midnight David early verdict it's pretty good all right Ed also announced that now he has completed his cycle of five albums titled after mathematical symbols he has five more in mind based on another set of still secret symbols great look forward to another five Ed Sheeran albums and the final one will be released (laughs) sarcastic posthumously that's crazy 
Okay. He plans to add songs here and there and make it perfect. Wait, and he's putting his own death. Like yeah, he's releasing the album <laughs> after he scene. dies. That's and crazy. what? That seems sarcastic, Allison. I didn't like that. No, okay. I. <laughs> I think it's a bold choice. And just have it in my will that after I die, it comes out. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Allison. Dom, what movies are coming out this weekend? Uh, John Wick Four and The Lost King. Probably won't see either. John Wick Four, same as the past three, most likely. The Lost King. It's about British guys. That's that's my summaries. British, we don't care. Next, <laughs> David. National <laughs> okay. Days of the Week. Today, National Days of the Week. National Cheesesteak Day. Really, the only one that matters. That's it's huge. also Chocolate Covered Raisins Day. International Day for Achievers, honoring those who have achieved something in any field. Tomorrow is Old New Year's Day, uh, International Waffle Day, and Earth Hour. Uh, and then Sunday is Make Up Your Own Holiday Day, and Nugget Day, I believe. I think it's Nougat. Nougat. I think. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, David Dom. Twitter poll recap. Follow us on Twitter at WXVU. The question, which morning roar, morning, roars, morning roar hosts saga interests you the most? Right now, Oslin vs. Connolly Center is winning with 42%. Chris vs. Speed Traps right behind the 28 Myself vs. Zach Brown, bad. I got to vote. I don't know why. <laughs> and David vs. Scoop Expressway with one vote as well. But Oslin vs. Connolly Center, probably the best one. I'd vote for that if I could change my vote. Thank Absolutely, you guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. We all support it. We love to see it. Uh, a reminder to tune into WXVU's broadcast coverage of the Villanova women's basketball matchup in the Sweet 16 against Miami beginning at 2 p.m. today. And lastly, but certainly not least, our deep thought of the week. If we had no winter, the spring would not be so pleasant. If we did not sometimes taste adversity, prosperity would not be so welcome. Thank you for tuning into the Morning Roar this Friday. Have a great weekend, and make sure you join us next Friday at the same time, 8 a.m., to start your weekend off right.